Hey there, it's Nick. This episode is entirely made up of old tape, which will probably be difficult to hear in a noisy environment like a car. I always recommend you listen to Love and Radio with headphones on, but this episode is definitely a case where you should. Or, at the very least, listen on good speakers in a quiet place. Also, I should tell you this episode deals with adult subject matter, so consider yourself warned. Thanks. Good morning, this is Jim Glenn, and I heard Dan Henry tell you all to get out and wash the car. Don't do it, it's too nice a day, just run the hose over the wheels or something. Our guest today on the Jim Glenn Show is Dr. Thomas N. He's a veterinarian, and today being the day we talk about animals in general, in particular, we're going to talk about the choice of a family pet. Our number here is Plaza 34575, and since I frequently forget to open the lines, feel free. Now, one of the things that I noticed on the material that you sent to us, Doctor, was do wild animals make good pets? And this immediately calls to mind things like, I suppose, lions and tigers and foxes, and also, uh, I'm sorry to say, skunks. Yeah, wild animals really make the worst of the pets. Uh, I should think so. <laughs> must remember that we're taking an animal from uh, into strange surroundings, strange foods, strange habits. Uh, they are used to the dangerous law of survival, and uh, they do not forget that just because you bring them into your home. So actually, they make the, the poorest of pets. They're never to be trusted, and uh, we must not forget that wild animals are warm-blooded animals, and they have can I make him love from Radiotopia, you're listening to Love and Radio. I'm Nick Vanderkolk. Today's episode, Suitcase of Love and Shame. in the hospital, of course, and, uh, wait just a minute, I wonder if they're calling, uh, there's, they're calling for me, just a minute. There, we got that lady and her kitty taken care of, they had to be warmed, and cetera, and cetera. Uh, it's the afternoon, Saturday afternoon, I mowed the, the lawn, it was needing mowing bad, and had me a nice tall bourbon, and Lucille went out to the grocery store, and went down town someplace on the horse she went. Sitting here drinking a can of Pet Milk Company's Seagull liquid diet food. Been getting too heavy. Almost 200 pounds. And I think this will make you a good way to chat back and forth. Time I get all this on tape, I'm sure not going to have anything left to write letters about. Uh, I can see that right away. I'd rather hear your voice anyway. Here are the things you got to tell me. Imagine I'm probably talking too close to the mic. I have a bad habit of doing that, I know. There isn't anything about my life that is of interest, really. The last couple of days, I've been taking quite a bit of time off to 
help mother shop for her glasses. And like I told you yesterday, I had my aunt and she in to get their glasses fitted and so forth. And mine still haven't come back yet, darling. The frames are being made. They're, they have some kind of a special hinge on them. And, and, um, but they do have to come from New York, so that's why I haven't gotten them yet. So I'm still half blind doing this bookkeeping. I'm getting ready to go and meet Dad and my brother over at the health club. I haven't had to go to the chiropractor once since I started on this health club deal with all the exercise I'm doing and everything. It's just amazing, I guess, what this swirl pool and steam baths and everything can do in the way of therapy. Uh, I don't want this to get clear to the end because I want to run it back so that my voice will be the first one that you hear and then you can re-listen to the other side of your own if you want to. Gosh, I hope you've been feeling better and hospital duties and so forth. I hope you and doctor are getting along good shape, professionally, that is. Oh, we get along. You know, I mean, he does not like for me to be late. He doesn't have to even say so. I can see it. Oof, rough. <laughs> no, I couldn't get along with anybody like I got along with you, naturally. After all, don't love anybody but you, see? Oh, brother. I told you I loved you here on this tape once or twice. I've forgotten now. Three times. <laughs> I sure do love to hear you. And you know something I found out? If I use the earphones with my recorder and listen to you, why? Oh, it, it, it brings just like you're laying there beside me talking right in my ear. We're apart. It's true. But we have some wonderful plans to get together. It's true, too. And if you want me there on Sunday, stashed away someplace, and then have me also there on Monday, you say the word and you know that I'll be there, dear heart. Well, darling, I see the tape's about to, to get down again. That's just good to call you, darling, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll get this tape in, in the mail tonight. And you can listen to it when the lights are turned way down low. Bye-bye. on my ankle rubbing on the sheets here and and I take and while I'm watching television at night I'll just unconsciously and then I'll notice myself that I have a hold of the bracelet rubbing the initials on it and have my fingers wrapped around it just like I would if I had a wedding ring on I've been lying here and dozed off a little bit ago and I'm just about ready to finish up with the Miss America pageant so seeing the beautiful girls and everything, and you're supposed to look the other way. They're coming back on now, so let's get the thrill of hearing Miss America announced. Congeniality. Now the crown of office is being placed on her head, the lovely urban cape. I wish you great joy in your reign. You will receive many lipstick smears on your cheek. Ladies and gentlemen, meet the new Miss America of 1965. 
the end of the pageant, darling. I don't know how late it's getting to be, but I certainly am anxious for you to get here. Oh, I read a good article in Playboy magazine last night about love making in the office and the, some of the reasons for it and some parts of it that are very true to our experience, I think. You do have, darling, an aura, as they say, isn't it? All your own that I think if we were in a crowd of a million people and you came up behind me, I'd know it. I'm going to let you guess who that was. I'll let you know, too. I'll let you guess who those were, too. I better stop under my britches. Oh, my God. I just... My body just aches. Oh, I think about this many times when we were at the, the hospital and you used to come in and pull a zipper down on my pants. And... Oh, you thrill me so. Jenny, mm, I don't know whether it's a normal thing to, to happen or not. And uh, the tape's just about gone, sweetheart. I must say again, I love you. I love you with all my heart. Mail this back right away, darling, just as it is, so I can keep it among the Wonderful, wonderful. Meet me in St. Louis, Louis. Meet me at the fair. Do, do, do. <laughs> oh. I'll register in the Chase Hotel under the, the name of Dr. and Mrs. M.J. Green, and you call up to the room. I'll be there. Don't worry about that. I've got to, I've got to stop right now. It looks like I don't know for sure whether it's her or not. No, it wasn't it wasn't her. There's a student here's got a car that looks almost just exactly like my cars and I get putting scared out of me sometimes and Oh darling now. I look forward to being with you. Loving you in St. Louis. Here I am, my beloved darling, waiting with open arms and loving heart, and she is waiting for him. That's that little hot pussy of yours, and I mean to tell you, she is waiting and anxious and willing and able, <laughs> and I've got a, a martini waiting on the table for you. Just a moment. Yes. She's checking to see if I needed towels or anything. and I'm opening the door right now, and I'm putting a do not disturb sign on it. And I intend to leave it hang on the door all the time you're here. You know something? I got kind of a squeaky bed. I may have to turn on the television to make a little noise around here because... I'll tell you, it's going to be some teeter-tottering. Bye-bye for now till you get here, my dearly beloved. Mm, I'm with me, darling. Oh, oh my, it's, it's 
living the more luck our loving together is there. My darling is cleaning herself up and tinkling in the boys' room. I have to talk to yourself, but don't answer back. <laughs> These are all those private things all locked up away. They're just for us. It mean nothing to anybody else. Boy, they'd sure shake them up if they ever got in them. I believe I'd kill them. I really would. Maybe not actually, but... Do, Jeannie, I love you. I do. Yes, I do. Jeannie, I do. Oh, my darling Jeannie, I love you, I do, yes, I do. That's out of what song it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Probably a sound special awful corny it when it turns like, out. <laughs> sound like you had a couple under your belt, but you had another thing, not even coffee yet. We mm-hmm. haven't even had lunch. You yeah. hungry? Mm-hmm, you know it. Well, I, she, she made me hungry, man. She took care of you, so how about, right. how about you feeding your stomach now? A man loves somebody, you don't love them because they get big breasts and beautiful eyelashes and what have they. Don't you man, help so? <laughs> well, it encourages him, let's say that. But a man, a man, loves, a man loves a woman for what, what she does for him, how she makes him feel. She, does she, she makes him feel like he's the one important person on earth. That's a man loves that more than anything else in the world. Maybe you know how to do that. Mm-hmm. You're so yeah. wonderful, Tom. How could I help but love you? Mm-hmm. So good to me. I try to be, Jenny. It gives me so much happiness to, to make you happy. You know what a jealous person I am, oh, too. Yeah, that's I've been jealous. exposed to that. <laughs> but, you know You're that not I... fanatically jealous, but a man appreciates that, too. He don't like for a woman to take him for granted. But you know that I have faith and trust in you, and, and I don't worry about you being out by yourself, because I know that you're not going to be I'm having just, a little... I'm just not a Casanova. Now, good time with you. You may think like I'm that. a Casanova, the way I treat you, but I'm telling you... That's the reserve treatment to get. That's wonderful. No, I love you for the things you say and the way you make me feel, too. You know that, don't you? I feel so beloved when I'm with you, even when I'm not with you, because I know you love me. It's 10 minutes of 10 a.m., Friday, December the 10th. And this is our two-and-a-half-year anniversary, darling. Still wearing the chain that you put around my ankle. and I want to wear it all my life. You know that. And I hope and pray on it all the time that it will come to pass, that what it stands for will be true in our lives for everyone to know that we're man and wife, Men just don't do the things for women that you do for me without loving them and also without wanting them to be their wife. I, I hope to God I'm not fooling myself on that, darling. I, I know 
darling, uh, things uh, are no different. There's sure no, no change whatsoever in Lucille's attitude or, or mine, either one. We just talk so little and, and go over things so little. She has to choose her words and I have to choose mine. And uh, you know how I am about choosing words. I don't choose very many. Whether she's ever been suspicious of anything between you and I, why she's uh, been about as crafty and not letting it be known as we have keeping it undercover. But darling, we'll just have to jog along the best best we can is all I can tell you. I feel keenly about things I've said with you going out with other fellas, and I, I don't think that I should Hold you, and I should hold you to that anymore. I don't want you staying at home and not having some fun out of life, for sure. You have to sneak the chain off your ankle to, to go out and enjoy yourself. Why, why sneak it off? Don't, don't stay home on my account, because it, this is going to drag out. I, am, I can assure you of that. I'm so upset I could just cry. Damnable damn thing. Every time you want to do something, somebody or something stands in your way. This microphone sounds like an old hollow, I don't know what. And so many things in my mind that it just, this just doesn't sound right. I mean, it just, there we go. <clears throat> Darling, I just, I'll try to slow down and get myself contained here, but I, I want to make it while I can and, Get it off in the mail this morning, darling. Because if you get it off in the mail to my beloved, now maybe if I can calm down a little bit, I can start out right to <clears throat> to my darling beloved Tom. Forgive me if this tape jumps from one subject to another. Because <laughs> I can't help it, darling. I just have so many things in my mind. and I don't want to bore you, but you know how I feel about things, beloved. You know, I want a life for us, and I want to be everything to you, because you're everything to me already. You are my world. My very precious love, and all you are to me. I'm going to find that record yet, darling so you can really hear it and enjoy it by someone who can sing. <laughs> oh, golly. Darling, I think about you. I think about you with your sleepless nights and your tossing and turning and your need of me and having to put the paper down and sit there and listen to her, just talking and nagging and carrying on about things. I, I cry sometimes just out of sheer pity for you, not... You know the kind that I'm speaking of, darling. Sympathetic pity for the plight that, that you haven't been able to get around yet. But you will manage, darling. It's not like stepping out into the dark alone because actually you'll step into a whole wonderful world of brightness and sunshine. And I can give you all that. You know it. My Tom. Twinkle in the shadow. While I dance 
uh, if you don't have your earphones on, why uh, go get them? Because you is going to need them. And I said, wait a minute, before I should uh, tell you that I'm sitting here and naked. I mean, flat-footed naked. And I'm on my second beer. Mmm, <sighs> that's sure good beer. I wish she was here to uh, enjoy it with me. I really do. How deep is the ocean? How high is the sky? And if I ever lost you, how much would I cry? How deep is the ocean? How high is the sky? How deep is the ocean? How high is the sky? And if you're ever near me, how much would I cry? How deep is the ocean? How high is the sky? Um, God, Jeannie, I hope, uh, I hope you're able to straighten out of uh, this terrible thing that I've drug you into. I, I feel, um, I feel terribly about this. I really do. And yet there's nothing I can do about it. No, I can't. Jeannie, keep, keep yourself together for me. Don't, don't rattle apart. There's things that'll come and go. Don't rattle apart, darling. Say, I gotta go tinkle. Would you mind uh, me shutting this off just a minute while I go tinkle? Hmm? Okay, okay. Here, darling. I love Happy you. birthday to you. And many, many more to come. Thank you, my darling. And may we always be together on your birthday. I've even forgot how this this but it's 41 or 43 or 45. <gasps> what? <laughs> You dog, pound dog that is. 39, I remember now. 30, that's, that's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll always stay 39 for you. Okie dokie. If you'll spend every <laughs> birthday with me every year, I'll okay. always stay 39. Okie dokie, that's, that's a bargain. <laughs> oh, my love, my darling love. <clears throat> you give me the most wonderful present in the world to be with you. You know that. Oh, Jeannie, I, I, just to be with you, I'd I, I do anything, almost anything, just almost anything. You've proved that so many times to me. My trouble is I, I, go up to the, I go up to a certain point and I don't jump over. And I, I don't know what keeps me from jumping over sometimes. You know that... But time and time again, I've been right up to the very edge. You know that whenever you do, I'll be right there for you, don't you? I know it. Oh, I love you so dearly. So very dearly. This is the most wonderful birthday I've had for a long, long time. You're my beloved husband, Tom. You know that, don't you? Yes, Mama. (laughs) (laughs) That bracelet is fine and dainty, but it sure is strong, you know that? Mm -hmm.
and just ties my heart and wraps around my heart and ties it right to yours and keeps it that way. And I hope you, I don't, I shouldn't say that, I know, although you never quite told me how much you appreciated the fact I didn't take it off when you asked me the one time. I knew I you didn't want me to. I didn't, you I could have busted things wide open for us, Tom, but I love you too much to do that. I couldn't. Yeah, I don't want to break the heart, I don't. I talk about pleasant things. But I want to tell you one thing. For every little teardrop that I do shed, there's so much bursting happiness in my heart that replaces it time after time after time. So you just keep that in your back of your mind. He never said that he didn't love you. I know that. No. Spend every no. birthday with me, beloved. As a promise. Everyone. Lord willing, as a promise. I know, my darling. She'll get up every morning just as regular as a clockwork and gets my breakfast. I never have to tell her to get up. She gets up every darn morning now and gets my breakfast. That's something she's never done all of our married life. And all these things I've been bitching about, now she's doing them. And she's doing them religiously. And she is doing her very utmost to keep this family together. If, if she had wanted to do these things, all along she would have been doing them, Tom. Now I feel that she's only doing them because... You've expressed the desire that she do so or else. No, I mean, don't jump on me. I, I, I can't take it from two women. I, I got, I'm not going to do either. That's for damn sure. No, I just can't I can't take any more of this damn, damn yakking from women. I'm not going to do it. That's for sure. So, so don't jump on me. I, I worry so about our future. And I worry about you because you're so quiet about so many things, darling. Things that are important. I must talk to you again tonight. Now, darling, the phone has got, we got to stop that. A hundred bucks worth of phone bill. I can't talk, I can't, I'll get some money squeezed out here and, and send you for the phone bills. But we can't talk on that telephone anymore in the middle of the day. That's for dang sure. That, that'd break us up. We gotta be uh, halfway sensible about this thing. As bad as we wanna talk. In this concern that you had for her, and the check on the biopsy and everything. I, I can understand that, my darling. I, I I wouldn't wish anything like that on on anybody. That would have really been a another blow to things as far as we're concerned. I realize that because it would have probably put her in bad health for a long time and then you would have just stuck by out of the right thing to do. I, I know you, I know you, man. I've been awful confused. I read uh, Ann Landers every morning just as religiously as that's about the only part of the paper I read. Her comments on, on triangular situations, uh, maybe not as bad as ours at all, but nevertheless, I keep uh, seeking, a, seeking an answer, a solution, and I, I can't find it. Had a paper clipping here I'll give you later on press secretary to... President Johnson, and they're getting a divorce. And after all, darling, it doesn't make a difference what walk of life you are or how high you get. It, there's nothing that says that you're not any good because you have a divorce. After all, people, as a 
different kind of a world now. So many things been going on. Uh, Sunday afternoon, Lucille came down and started talking separation. And uh, God, here comes through a bunch of visiting kids all had shut off for, well, they're not going to stay very long. They, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go on, take them on too. Huh? We get them come through here all the time. Girl Scouts, Cub Scouts, and what have you. In any event, darling, so that comes up in our conversation more regularly than it used to. I went on down the car. Here comes the kids again, Jim and Christopher Columbus. I went down the car and had me a good big drink of straight 100% Fitzgerald, and I drove clear over town, and I was aimlessly driving around. Had another good drink of uh, whiskey, and then went on over to Trails Inn Motel. And, well, I just, uh, dang, I wonder how long those kids are going to... Yeah, they're going on through the other door. Maybe they won't come by here. I drink almost a fifth. They're in hardly a half hour's time. But sometime soon after that, I got violently sick. And, uh, and from then on, I don't remember anything. I do remember vomiting over the edge of the bed. Golly, I made a mess in there. And I can't take very many more of these, these go-rounds, that's for sure. You have so many, many things to fill your days, and your mind overflows with the preparations that you make. Sometimes I feel as though I, I'm not contributing anything, any word to anybody, with the exception of my deep and passionate and wonderful love that I have for you and try to express to you and things I try to do to make you know it. It's about really all I I accomplish in the way of relations with other humans, Tom. That's out of my folks. I mean, you know how dearly I love them. And I just I just worship you, Tom. I think you know that. I love you so much. sale on paraffin, great big blocks of paraffin. I made some pretty good candles, but uh, I've never made uh, this type of candle before. And uh, I'll just make something Valentine for my, my darling out of that, provided I can get the old gentleman to stay up long enough, and that's where the problem comes in. I've got a great big uh, vacuum cleaner with a long uh, hose, it's two and a half inches in diameter help with the vacuum there, get him sucked up to a pretty good size, and then uh, I slipped a rubber band around the, the base of him, and that made him stay good and hard for a long time. Maybe I ought to try that on other things, I don't know. And then I uh, had the uh, 
plastic Paris cutting uh, half inch strips and molded it to him and uh, took me a little pair of scissors and very carefully he cut the rubber bands and uh, and then he started to uh, shrink down of course and uh, that left me a mold good and long <laughs> makes me jealous of him kind of so uh, it uh, the trouble of it is when it gets too hot it'll melt down on you for sure in summertime so like i say you can start in a cool place and use it in a hot place so you can let me hear how you try that out sometime well i get that all out of the road now so that i can talk about other things Well, I was watching television, the movie, and John Payne and Ronald Reagan. I hear my little puppy dog starting to bark in the background. I don't know whether you can hear or not. And uh, the longer I sat there, the more bored I got, for one thing, I guess you'd say. And I decided I would have me a little vodka drink. So I did. Then I had another one. And then by the time I had the second one, why? Then I got to thinking about other things beside the movie. And I decided that this might be a good time to let my darling know just how I feel about his valentine, too. And I have just now peeled off my robe, and I'm lying back against the pillows and caressing my tummy like you like to do, and fondling my breast. Mmm... Don't you love to kiss him, Daddy? And I just took my black lace panties off. I dressed especially for this to make this tape for you. You know that, don't you? Too. Now I'm trying to unfasten my black bra that has just the two snaps on it with one hand. And I think maybe I'll make it. I'm not sure. <laughs> and get those little baby kittens of yours out in the open. Just a minute, Daddy, and I'll finish unfastening this for you. Now it's all off, and and I'll have a little swig out of my gimlet. Enjoy it with me, darling, will you? Mm -hmm. Mm. Tastes good, baby. How I would love to have your glass next to mine to clink and to make a wish on. Oh, God, Daddy, I'm missing you so much. Going wild from the need of you. You know that. The way I'm situated makes the microphone a little bit short. And get the bellows arranged just right under me, like you always do, Daddy. And mm, I look at this big, luscious friend of yours. Mm, it feels just like real live skin, Daddy. You know what? Not like a wax job at all, baby. Mm. Darling, don't be with her anymore. Please don't be. 
Oh God, it's so hard. It's so hard to stay away from you so long at a time. I love you so much. I was just opening so tight. I can't go through with it. 
I can't. I just can't go through with it. I just can't. I mean, do send me do send me tapes and tell me how you you feel and don't tell me your heart's broken. I know it. I, I already know that. And and I know you love me, but I I still like to hear you tell me it. And if some swell guy comes along, it's twice as good as I am. Why don't hesitate? But do 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 send me a tape and. Let's do be loving and cheerful to one another. People have been in our shoes before in history, thousands of them, and haven't had this opportunity of to. Well, you look awfully good. At least you did the last time I saw you. You ought to see me now. You ought to see me now. Oh, I'm even better, huh? Oh, you look even better, huh? <laughs> no, really, you did. You looked like you, you know, did feel much better. No, really, you did. You looked like you, you know, did feel much better. Would you like to go out some evening? Would you like to go out some evening? Or someday or sometime. Or someday or sometime. Yeah. Well, that's a nice thought, but I still think it would get you into trouble eventually. With the family. The family's living their life, and I'm going to live mine. They know that. They know that. I'm going to have to get off here pretty quick. You wouldn't even take time out to go out for dinner or anything. Oh, if you'd leave it at that, but you probably wouldn't. Oh, if you'd leave it at that, but you probably wouldn't. Well, I wouldn't have any choice with you, I don't think. Well, I wouldn't have any choice with you, I don't think. Oh. <laughs> okay. I've grown to be pretty independent in the last two years. I've grown to be pretty independent in the last two years. That's the way I want it. That's the way I want it. That's it for Love and Radio. This episode was an adaptation of the film Suitcase of Love and Shame by Jane Gluley. You can watch the full-length documentary on iTunes, Amazon, or Cinema Guild. We'll have links to all of that up on our website. The episode was produced by Jane Gluley and Stephen Jackson with Jesse Carrier. Special thanks also to the staff of Snap Judgment, especially Joe Rosenberg. 
Love and Radio is a production of PRX's Radiotopia, whose founding sponsor is the Knight Foundation, and made possible because of our generous listeners. Thank you. Radiotopia's executive producer is Julie Shapiro. Be sure to follow Love and Radio on social media, and please write a review on iTunes using only your favorite letter. Mine is the letter K, but you can use your own. Thanks for listening. Fill your heart, steal something else that isn't